stuff. And whatever's going on in his brain, you know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about living life and loving Jesus. And today, if you can tell, if you're watching us on YouTube, I got my buddy Nico right here. He just happens to be the pastor at the church that I attend. And uh, um, so he's going to be here today. We're going to talk about some Holy Spirit stuff and uh, some whatever just comes out of our faces, if that's cool with you. Sometimes we got to keep a little G ready, don't we? <laughs> so, so we're just going to hang out with, with Pastor Nico today and uh, we're going to um, see, what, see what happens. So real quick. Um, everybody knows who I am if they watch the show, but nobody knows who you are unless they come to church on our current I'm not offended. Thing. That's okay. So, so, so feel free to tell us who you are, what you're about, and all that good stuff. Hey, uh, my name is uh, Nico uh, Capricorn. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. You know, I got that joke from Beverly, uh, not uh, Trading Places. Right. You remember him? Yeah. Billy Ray Valentine? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Billy Ray Valentine, Capricorn, you know? I think it's always a good introduction there, so. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just here to, uh, to do this podcast with uh, 100% Richard here, so I'm so uh, thankful he has me here to, this morning here, and I uh, just want to dive into some Holy Spirit, and um, yeah, we're going to get down to it. Right on, right on. Well, you know what's funny is, is we went to a men's thing. I'm going to kind of give the story of why we're actually doing this. Okay. And uh, you you were talking about how people leave the Holy Spirit out of their conversation. Yeah. And Pastor Mike, who's one of our assistant pastors or one of our lead pastors at, at church, he uh, he comes to me. I'm sitting there going, I got to have this on my show. And then Pastor Mike comes and sits down next to me and goes, you got to have Nico on your show to <laughs> talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So, so then we had our conversation and, and now here we are. So... I think that's pretty, pretty cool how, you know, how, how God works. And a lot of times people forget about or actually how to listen or to grab hold of stuff that the Holy Spirit tells them, even though, you know, you're sitting in church and you hear a great message and it's got to get out in a different way, you know? So I think that's, I think it's kind of slick when we have that opportunity to do that. And, and yeah, and, and the, you know, the Holy Spirit will give you a, a, a revelation on, on scripture and, and just just uh, different topics, and, and and the thing is that um, it may be mind blowing to somebody else and comment to us, or even vice versa. And so when you know when you, you jotting stuff down with pen and paper and typing things on your computer, you know you the Holy Spirit will give you revelation on certain things. Right. And, and so He gave me this um, just at a men's breakfast. Yeah, that's what it was at, at, at a men's breakfast, and 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 the topic came up for me is like. Um, People leave the Holy Spirit out of a lot of things. I mean, pretty much everything. And but we don't do that with the other two. No. I mean, no. by God and Jesus. Right. Right. And that's what gave me the the whole that revelation on Father, Son, question mark. Question mark. <laughs> and, and so, and I just wanted to be, get that out there on the importance of it because Scripture will show you that people have tried to leave God out the equation. Right, right. And this one you have judges and everything else. In yeah, there. That's, we have a whole book of judges. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it's it, the, the, you know, we, we, we can't sit here today as even humans in general without the Holy Spirit's involvement in yeah. the creation itself. Mm -hmm. So because, I mean, I mean, one of the things you mentioned when, when we had this conversation originally was, 
without the Holy Spirit hovering over the earth, we don't have earth. We yeah. don't have seasons. We don't have any anything that, that we get to enjoy on a daily basis outside on our porch drinking a beer. You know? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Don't get religious on me there, Rich. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but but that's but that's the that's the reality of it is he actually shows up first. I think we have we have some verses, Genesis one one, I think it is, which is like the beginning of everything. Yep. Right? Yep. So in uh and can I read that? I'll go ahead and read yeah, it real quick. Yeah, so Genesis one one and two it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters so we see we actually see the whole trinity in this picture because we see god created the heavens and the earth and was without form so the earth was without form when did it form when the holy spirit came on board yeah does that make sense yep so go go ahead and and tell me what you have to say and so i i started diving a little bit deeper into uh into scripture when it came to the holy spirit and i have this had this little book that i keep notes on it just talks about just holy spirit just any scripture that talks about the spirit of God or Holy Spirit. And I kind of just started breaking things down for just a personal thing. Cause I just want to know more about him. Right. Right. And, and so you start looking at scripture and you start opening up the big old concordance book, you know, <laughs> this big old 8,000 pages of stuff. And if you look at it in the Hebrew, you know, they refer to the spirit, you know, the spirit is hovering and it's referred to as a wind. Okay. The wind. And if you look at Acts chapter two, it's referred to as a violent wind. Right, right. And so you look at it, and, and I started looking at certain things. I said, "Well, I said, okay, well, the same Holy Spirit or the same Spirit was in the beginning, the strong wind, and it's the same Spirit I referred to in the Greek as the violent wind." Nice, nice. And so I started looking at more and deep into it, and and what is wind is you know referred to as even breath. Okay. You know, the breath of life. And so if you look at Genesis chapter one, you'll see it, how uh, Holy Spirit was there and life began. Right, right. Right. It's the same spirit that resurrected Jesus. He gave him life, right. brought him back from the dead. And that's when, when Adam and Eve were created, God gave them the breath of life. Correct. So that's that 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 same the spirit filled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From yeah. the get go. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so I think people just try to complicate scripture more than they should. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just it just if you look at it, it's two different languages, and at the at the same time they refer to it the same exact way. Right. You know, so it just people make it more complicated than it has to be. Um, can we dive into scripture more and, and get more out of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but sometimes we got to just take it and go, okay, this is what actually happened. And then we have our actual opinions on things. Right. Like whenever I'm preaching or whatever, I'm giving a message. You no, know, I'll give you my opinion on things. But right. my job is not to give you my opinion. Right. But I just like to share it sometimes. This is the way I feel. Oh, because your, your, your opinion can make a point. Correct. You know, and the Holy Spirit will utilize your opinion to, to create an analogy. That's right. To create something that other people can understand, mm-hmm. so you have to look at it from that point of view. You know, as hey, if I'm if I'm functioning within the things that God has me to function in, which I have to function within all three. I have to I have to listen to what God has to say. I communicate with God through Jesus, and the Holy Spirit communicates to me. You know, and back and forth. That's our communication space. 
That's right. So if if he gives you something to talk about or he gives you something to spread, like the good news or the gospel or whatever you're communicating, you know, you, you have to have an understanding that he's going to communicate in the way that people can understand. Yes, correct. You know, so. Correct, correct. And, and I, I always started off with, this is my opinion. This is not scripture. Right, right. Uh, I'll make sure I say that before I actually say it. Yeah, yeah. Because people will take that to the bank. Well, well, well Pastor Nico said this. Like, whoa, chill out. I said this first, you know. Yeah. Don't throw me under the bus just yet, you know, so. <laughs> just yet. Ne- next week, next week. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right, that's right. We're having too much fun here at 100% Richard. <laughs> It's funny because a couple a couple of shows ago, I talked about the the spirit of God um, being this, this the same spirit that we activate and that, and that we function with is the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, which is something you just mentioned a minute ago. Mm-hmm. And and I actually I actually have a whole show kind of based on that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, when 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 you think about how the Holy Spirit functions and and what what happens when you engage and function with Him. Um, which he's a him, he's not an it. You know, a lot of a lot of a lot of people, considering that a lot of churches and things of that nature will take the Holy Spirit out and function in just two. And so when you have to go, okay, well, he's a he. His name is Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we we we, we have the terminology of the Holy Spirit, which means that he's pretty awesome if he's the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. So you have to, and and you look at that, look at that power that comes when when you have that and when you're functioning in that because a lot of places i mean now i'm, I'm, I'm going to say something that a lot of a lot of people get mad at me for because a, a lot say of us it. a lot of a lot of us go to go to some churches that you know you, people are getting slapped in the head falling down flopping around like fishes and then there's some places that say the holy spirit's functioning and you don't see any of that you you hear words of wisdom and things of that nature, which are the gifts coming from you know First Corinthians chapter twelve. Yeah. So you you know the gifts of the spirit, which if you're watching or listening, go look that up. First Corinthians chapter twelve. I don't want to dive into that right now, but it, so so you see this functionality in so many different ways, in so many different things that we physically see, you know. And some people go, well, that's just weird or that's odd. So we don't want that in our church. We don't want that in my household. We don't want that weird. But that's not that's not all he's about. Yeah. You know, so so we have to we have to actually look at the whole picture of what Holy Spirit is about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. I was actually um, looking at um, I like to look at memes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a meme guy now for some reason. And um, I'm looking at certain things and I, I see certain churches Um I'm gonna be honest with you. I think some religions put on a good show. Yeah, I agree. They put on a good show, and 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 the difference between um, being spirit led and being spirit filled is the fruit you produce in your life. Nice. Yeah. You can see the actual transformation. You can see it. You know, I'll give you an example. You know, me me and my wife went through some rough patches uh, some time ago, and um, I was not raised in the church. Well, I we went to church, but I wasn't raised in the church. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I went to a church that I understand what they were saying. I went to a Spanish-speaking church as a kid, but I don't speak Spanish. Oh. So it was, a, it was a great show for me. Yeah. I'm not saying that church was not spirit-led, but I didn't understand what they were saying. So it wasn't until I really understood uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, who he was, until I got to the church I'm going to now. Or the church I'm actually uh, uh, under the covenant of. When you see a transformation happening in front of you, the Holy Spirit's undeniable. 
And so me and my wife, oh my goodness, if you know us 10 years ago, they're rich. <laughs> um, you're like, those two are pastors? <laughs> those guys are pastors? They can't even get their stuff together, right? <laughs> and so the Holy Spirit transformed us. Right. Um, and an example would be, you know, I never used to tell my wife that I loved her. Ah. I never did. I just never knew how to do it. And uh, um, the, the way I was raised, I never seen it. And not to say that my m- m- mother or father were, didn't love each other, but I never seen that type of affection in the household. Right, right. So I didn't know how to do it. And so when I came to Generations Church and, you know, my pastor, Pastor Troy, you know, taught me how to do these certain things, which, you know, I love that man. He's, he's an awesome guy. And the first time I told my wife I loved her, it felt weird. Huh. It felt really weird, but I felt a releasing that I can actually do this all the time. Nice. And and my wife, she uh, she turns around and goes, are you feeling okay? <laughs> Touch my forehead. And like, are you okay? You having a fever? Because <laughs> she's never heard that before. And that's how I know Holy Spirit's real because of the transformation. Right, right. What other things or what other things or other people, philosophers, or or even reading a book, um, watching a certain uh, a show, uh, getting counsel from somebody, all those things couldn't help. But when I had been spirit led and be spirit filled, yeah, that's a transformation that I can't deny. Yeah, and that's and that's a lot of people have a hard time um, actually understanding that because they want they want to see they want to see, you know. And a lot of times, actually every time, there has to be there's something. I re- I received the quote unquote baptism of the Holy Spirit in this little church in Paris. And it was just before me and my wife got married. And this, so this was over 30 years ago. And, and wow. this, this was an old school, everybody wearing ties. And like I just mentioned, slapping heads, dancing around, shaking keys, the whole, the whole wrong thing. With it. You know, nothing wrong nothing with that. Nothing wrong with it. Just and, for me. And so, and, and I, I got saved like two weeks before in that church. Oh, you wow. know, and... <laughs> So I go, they're like, if you want the baptism of the Holy Spirit, come up here. So I go up there and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know nothing. I don't, I, I went to Catholic church. I was raised in Catholic church. I, I, w- I was in a Lutheran church. My, my, I, I got, got involved in uh, um, like crystals and all kinds of weird stuff like that. Not you meth, know? right? Yeah, not meth. Not, not meth, no. Okay. No, that's what <laughs> You say Christ, yeah. so I, I go. I go <laughs> you went. You went. You went. I go you went, left field. You went to a whole nother religion there. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, got involved with that kind of stuff. So you know, just weird. You know, like oh, if I carry my stone, you know, weird stuff. So I'm like, okay, well, this, <laughs> you know, you know. Are you an Avenger? You're an Avenger. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> I had all five stones. <laughs> I was at six and whatever. And so, so I get up. I get up front. I don't know what's gonna happen. All, all I know is these people are dancing around doing stuff, and you know, that's all I see. You know, and but I recognized something was different in the room. It wasn't just. It wasn't just. It to me. It. It's kind of kind of hard to explain because it, what, you, what you were witnessing happening, you, you could very easily go, "These guys are wackadoodles," you know, and they're crazy. They're they're doing stuff in a suit, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And I and I'm up there in my t-shirt and jeans, the rebel in the whole church, you know, and and and, and, and these old dudes come out of nowhere. I think they were waiting in the back room to mug me. That's how it felt. And they all just started laying hands on me. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm underneath a, uh, a, literally under a pew and like having this experience that was very, very different to, to anything that I ever. And then when I 
you know, I ended up getting, you know, I got married a couple weeks later and all kinds of stuff and went into a relationship, you know, from one way of living into a new way of living. Yeah. I got saved a couple weeks before that. I was, my, my, my wife took me to church and did all kinds of stuff. Well, you know, I dropped her off at church for weeks before I finally walked in because I was one of those guys that's like, you know, I'm going to light on fire. Hey Amen, brother. You know? So it took me a long time to actually walk into church and then, you know, the church we were at was very small. It was like maybe 20, 30 people. It wasn't like a big thing, but it was yeah. old school, you know, ties and all that stuff. And But the experience, the experience that happened, the 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 the, the the feeling of joy that came about, the feeling of un, of suddenly having a peace that came about, yeah. a, a having an, an understanding, hey, this is something that I could be a part of and, and, and witness and walk in, you know, and even though to me it was kind of violent because I don't know, I don't know what else was going on. I was, you know, it was a weird, the situation was different. It's not something you see all the time, you know? Yeah. And uh, so for, for me to have that experience to go, okay, and then slowly, because I, yeah, I didn't get involved in church. I didn't even know where the Ten Commandments were. I knew what the Ten Commandments were. I didn't know where they existed in the Bible. You know, yeah. and, you know, I didn't know who I knew. I knew about Jonah. I didn't know where it was in the Bible. You know, yeah. I knew about these things because I grew up in Catholic church. They taught you that stuff, but you never looked it up for yourself. You know, so is what, what happened with me is I ended up with a desire over over a long period of time. That's a whole other story. You know, my, my, my testimony is wackadoodle. So <laughs> that's a whole other story. But over time, I, I, I found a desire to go, you know what? I want to go to school. I want, I want to learn this stuff. I, you know, I, I, want to, I want to read. I want to dig in and come to find out in, in my life, that was the Holy Spirit telling me, you have a calling on your life. You yeah. have something to do, and you can't do it without me, him. Yeah. You know? So does that make sense? That makes a lot you of know? sense. So, it makes a lot of sense. And it, so it kind of, kind of pushed me into doing things that, I would never have yep. even come close to doing. Oh, know? yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we've all been there at a certain point in our lives. But, you know, and, and same thing like your story, the riches is, is, you know, you dropped your wife off at church, you said, almost every Sunday. <laughs> That's right? right. I dropped her off. Right? We felt like we're going to just step in and just catch on fire. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I, I didn't grow up in the church and then because I didn't understand it, but I knew what the values were. Uh -huh. And I knew what it meant to, like, baby dedications. Right. And that's how I got my foot in the door again. Let's do a baby dedication. Right. And so, and just long story short, I, I, I was an alcoholic for years. Alcoholic. Mm. Alcoholic for years. You know, I just loved the drink. I loved it. I just, that was my, that was my passion at the time. Okay. Like that was like my, uh, my hobby. <laughs> right. So that was what it was. So, and, and, you know, people can say yes to Jesus. Right, they can they can say yes to Jesus and then they give their life to Christ and guess what? They step out the door and nothing changes. They do nothing. Yeah, that's, nothing changes as yeah. as far as their life goes, responsibility wise, accountability wise. Um, and it's not until you recognize that the power of the Holy Spirit can be you can be empowered by Him right. to have that transformation in your right. life. And and so this is where the topic came up. This is why I started the whole snowball of me, father, son question mark yeah. and because when you don't have the holy spirit empowered in your life you can have grace from the love of the blood of jesus but right. there's no correction 
Nice. Yeah, that's there, true. There's no correction there. And that's what the Holy Spirit does It's that he He guides us through our life. He's our counselor, right? Right. Right? He's our, our mediator. He, he's, he gives us direction. Right. But I use analogy just like uh, the Google Maps. <laughs> And, and I don't know if you remember that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. for like G- GPS, Google, right? And so you punch in the address and Google will tell you where to go ahead of time. Right. So I punched in your address this morning. And he said, okay, Google says, okay, in 4.5 miles, you're going to make a right on Highway 79. Right? <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry you had to do that. Right? <laughs> so you're going to make a right, right? But he's, the, Google's telling me ahead of time what's going to happen or where I need to go ahead of time. I can choose to listen to Google. I can keep going straight. It's going to take me that much longer to get to my destination. Right, right. So Holy Spirit's there to guide us. He sees things ahead of time. Yeah, if you look, if you look at it from a Google Maps point of view, this is going to sound kind of funny because even if you go an opposite direction of what it tells you, it will try to redirect you. It's going to redirect you. Yeah. It's going to reroute you. Yeah. And so, you know, we got grace. Google's not going to yell. It's like, hey, man, let's get you back on track. Yeah. Because you'll have grace in your life, but there's no correction. So that's when you try to take Holy Spirit out the, out the ballpark. And that's what started me on that journey where, well, we don't do that with the two other God and Jesus. Right. And if you look at scripture, scripture shows you what happens when you take God out the equation. Because they did that in, in, in Exodus. Yeah. They did that. They did that. And when, when Moses was on Mount Sinai and the homie Aaron was back down there with the peeps. <laughs> And they couldn't see Moses anymore. Oh, he's like, up on the hill somewhere. He's yeah, up in there chilling out with God, but you know, we can't see God anymore. So Aaron, build us a God so we can worship. You know how that went. Yeah, yeah. And if you notice just before that, the Ten Commandments came out. Right. The first commandment was what? Have no God before me. No, have no God before <laughs> me. What was the second command? Right. You remember? I don't know. It's uh, it's in there. <laughs> it talks about idols, doesn't it? Yes, that's right. Don't have a. There's no. Do not have false idols. That's, that's right. Sorry, I totally drew a blank yeah, there. Like, we're laughing. Um, <laughs> so the first two, they it talks about. That's the first two they break. That's the first. <laughs> so I'm looking at scripture. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> but see. When you try to take God out the equation, you'll always try to find a replacement. You, you, there's always a replacement. There's, you'll, you'll treat your wife or your husband like they're your God. Yeah. You'll treat money as their as your God. Sometimes you even treat your pastor like oh, they're yeah, your yeah. God. Yeah. Which I don't want to be in that category. No. Because I suck at a lot of things. <laughs> Our God doesn't suck at anything. <laughs> He's perfect. Right, I suck at a lot of things. Yeah, you that's the want, statement of the year. Yeah, because hey, pastors <laughs> ain't perfect. I tell you right now. So you know, if you try to take God the equation, you'll try to find a replacement. Right, and you'll place that with something that's a false god. Yeah, money, lust, yeah, and, things of that nature. And you'll attempt to do things on your own. That's right. And and whenever we attempt to do things on our own, I mean, it just. Looking at the world in general, when 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 we when we try to do, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this thing. And it's it, it's always it seems to always be more of a struggle when we we're, when we're not relying on somebody to help us. So when, whenever we try to do stuff by ourselves, even it, it, just looking at it as in like in, in a community situation, if if I if I want to grow something or I want to create a business or I want to go move forward in a some sort of anything in life, 
what do we tend to do? We tend to gather people around us that are like-minded. That's right. Right? Yeah. So when we look at a community a community in that situation, if imagine what you can function in with your group of homies or your group of friends or your group of people that you hang out with and move criminal things forward or move good things forward, businesses forward. Imagine what you could do if you utilized the Trinity in your life in those aspects. You know, and having that empowerment of Holy Spirit to guide, direct, comfort when when you fail. You know, to to reveal things to you, to bring things to your to your mind and your heart, to to guide you in certain directions and things of that nature. It, it, he doesn't take the place of all your friends. That's right. But he guides you. And if you're if now, if your community is the people that are guided by Holy Spirit and following following Jesus and doing all this stuff, imagine the, the the capabilities of your life in that situation. You know, yeah. so so even if even if you look at it from a world point of view, we, we don't do anything alone. We always try to find people to, to join with us. That's right. You know, and in, 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 in my in my alcoholism, I had all my friends that did the same thing I did. You know, that that's that's where we hung out. And if, and they enforced it. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to hang out over here. We're gonna, yeah, let's go over here. And I'm losing my marriage in the background. Yeah. Because I'm doing all these things, you know, yeah. and I was supposedly a believer, you know, so I got I got, I got saved in 1990, got married. And two weeks later, it was filled with the Holy Spirit. Three years later, I dropped the ball and go, I'm going to just do whatever. I'm going to go back to my old life. In, in reality, I mean, that's that's really what happened, you know. Yeah. And then I found myself with and I immediately, immediately, this is the way the enemy works, immediately went. All my connections were exactly the people that, well, maybe not the same people, but the same sin. Yeah. So, because iniquity follows iniquity. So, yeah. you, you Im- yeah. immediately go back to this way of living. And so, as I'm trashing my marriage and I'm doing all this stuff because of the group of people, now imagine my life today with God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit guiding me, directing me, moving me, and connecting me to people that are in that same mind frame because what in Acts chapter 2 what were they doing in the upper room they were all connected and in in community one accord they were in community Mm -hmm. up there they were they were the 11 plus extras there was 120 folks up there and they they found themselves going hey we're going to do what Jesus said in Acts chapter 1 8 said hey go wait and I'll send power that's what Jesus said. Yeah. And so they went and waited according to what Jesus said, but they couldn't function yet. They're like, okay, well, you're going to go spread the gospel to all the world, but you're going to need a little push. Yeah. You know, and and, and 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 I believe Acts 1, what, what was when he says, I will bring power for you to to do, uh, um, I don't have the verse in front of me, but to, uh, to be witnesses to me. Yeah. So he's, Jesus is saying with Holy Spirit, you're going to create this community of people. And you're going to push the gospel forward. And that's that's how we function. I, I wouldn't know you. You wouldn't be sitting in my living room right now that's if right. Holy Spirit didn't do something back 20 plus years ago and eventually connect us. It's interesting how God functions in that. And when you're empowered and you're listening and you're following and doing the things that he tells you to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you make up a good point. And, and um, that's the difference between, between spirit filled and spirit empowered. Yeah. And that's the, the big difference right there is that because if you look at that Acts chapter 2 like you referenced when Holy Spirit came upon the 120 in the upper room, you'll see the first thing that actually Peter did. Now, you got to remember what happened prior to this. 
prior to Jesus, uh, uh, I say I can't. I'm, I got a third grade education. Ascension, ascension, his ascension, right? ascension. With, I can't say great cloud of witnesses. Yeah. So <laughs> before that happened, and before Jesus was crucified, what happened with Peter? Peter denied Christ three times. Oh yeah. Right. He yeah. got scared. Yep. Right. Because he saw what was happening to Jesus, to his Messiah, to his Savior. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. You know what? I'm booking it. I don't know that dude. Right? I'm like, I don't that ain't that wasn't me, man. That was that was uh, bouncing. That was Andrew. Andrew, was Andrew was there. It wasn't me. He's dropping dimes on his buddies, right? And but if you see what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon Peter, everybody in the upper room, what happens? Peter's first thing that he does that he has a this this level of of confidence in him. Right, right. He has this level of uh, uh there's an encouragement going on within him and he has this this just overwhelming, just confidence. And what does he do? He preaches. Yeah. He preaches. He got so many people saved that morning. 3,000. Three, was it 3,000? Yeah. 3,000 3, were added to, were added to them, I believe. The, the I don't know the verse off the top of my head, but I know that that's always stuck in my head. That's 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 better than Billy Graham right there, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> man, that's, that's like right there, dude. Yeah. It's like, you know, that was the first thing he had was, was, was courage. And Holy Spirit gives us that. Right. He gives us the courage to do this podcast here this morning. He gives me the courage on any given Sunday to preach the gospel, even though um, I'm, I'm 39 years old. Right. I'm not mentioning my age. Right. So somebody, <laughs> so somebody, I am, I don't care. <laughs> this is good stuff. Because somebody out there has been doing ministry longer than I have. Right. Right. So, so do they know maybe more intellectually? Probably. Can they quote scriptures better than I can? Most likely. Well, they better. They've been reading the Bible for 100 years. Well, supposedly, yeah. Yeah, so supposedly, right? <laughs> so we're all in a learning phase no matter what. We got to start somewhere. Right. And, and the thing is that with, with Peter, you'll see it. He just has that courage to do it because he's spirit-filled. And right. spirit led, spirit empowered. Right. And so that's what we had. That's what I have because I couldn't do the things I do without the Holy Spirit. I'm just being real. Me you neither. Could, you couldn't do half the things you had without the Holy Spirit. <laughs> well, I couldn't apply for that that awesome job that I applied for and I got today. I couldn't uh, 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 do the certain things I do on a Sunday morning without the Holy Spirit. And I couldn't minister to somebody in a parking lot at Jack in the Box. Right. Right. Without the Holy Spirit. That's where the courage comes from, Holy Spirit, every single time. And that's and that's the empowerment. And, right. and I think that the, that's what people get rid of. Is it? it I mean, in Acts one, he says, "I will give you the." power that's this right. very specific word and mm -hmm. you look up that word it's I, I believe that's dunamis so it's not just power it's explosive power that's right so you look up when you look up dunamis in the giant concordance like you mentioned earlier that's that, that's a power of change that's a power of shifting it's a power of 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 that i'm going to use the word destruction but it's taking away the old and f pushing you into something new and sometimes that's uncomfortable yeah. And but but when but like you mentioned, Peter's over here telling people, I don't know that Jesus dude. That's right. And, and if you actually read the way it's the way he talks, he's actually cussing and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he's actually he's putting them down in a in, in a fashion that you know people on you know on the street would you know mm -hmm. f bombs and all that. Yep. You know if you really look at the way he's he's putting that out there, and then to turn around and be the guy that brings. Three thousand people to know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know that, that, that that's that's the transformation, yeah. You know that you mentioned, even though he was walking with Jesus, 
You know, he walked every day with him for right. three years. You saw this, you know, right and he was face. like, "Oh, you're the greatest. You're the Messiah. I know who you are." And then he turns around and says, "Nah, I don't, I'm not, I don't you know. know dude. I don't, I don't know, know this dude. dude. Yeah, I don't know him. Who? Jesus? Yeah. Who? <laughs> and then for and then for the Holy Spirit to and Jesus and God to actually use him in, in, in a function that you after that would not be the expectation. Yeah, you know, and that's that's. That's the empowerment side. And I love how Holy Spirit operates in our life when it comes to listening to the crowd around you. Yeah. Because sometimes you can, people will try to discourage you. Oh, yeah. And we don't fight against flesh and blood, but you can see that people around you try to discourage you. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. No, it's it's real, though. And, and you see it. But when Peter denies Christ three times, he was in the courtyard. Yeah. So a courtyard is around people, and he, he's hearing the chatter. He's hearing all the chatter, and when you hear it more than enough and you start hearing it, hearing it, hearing it, you know, you start believing it. Yeah, yeah. So Holy Spirit helps you to filter all the noise out. Yep. So I listen to his voice. Yeah. I listen to his guidance. Yeah, I get guidance, get counsel from an actual person, but they're also spirit led and the spirit empowered as well. Yeah. And so there's a certain uh, uh, a, a certain um, how can I put this here? When you don't have that in you, spirit empowerment in you or spirit led, you can listen to anybody you want. Yeah. And you can take that to the bank as truth. Right. I can listen to a, 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 a maybe a psychiatrist and say, hey, um, uh, yeah, you should do this and do that. Uh, maybe uh, you, it's time for you to get a divorce from your wife. You guys are going through problems. I think, I don't think you guys should you should guys just get divorced now. Yeah. I'm like, well, why would I do that? Well, because I you know I just, you know, from a psychological point of view, my whole, well, you're not spirit led. You're not spirit filled. I'm not going to take advice from somebody that's telling me right. that my marriage is ending or <laughs> I, I don't, I, I shouldn't listen to you because you're not spirit led or spirit filled. You see, sometimes we like to listen to the chatter around us. And we forget that we actually have somebody we can listen to all the time, which is Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and it just, and I don't want to go up from, a, uh, I don't want to get too religious on this thing. No, no. But at the same time is that if, if you don't understand who he is, I, I just highly, highly recommend you to dive in a little bit deeper with it. Yeah. Him. And that's, and that's, that, that's something I think if, if, if something piques your interest like this, it's up to you to figure it out. Because, well, 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 Holy Spirit guide you, direct you, do all that kind of stuff. But if he's not in the picture, you got to take, you got to make the effort. Even if he's in the picture, you have to make the effort mm -hmm. because he can only tell you to do. It's up to you to actually do. Yeah. You know, because if you're gonna if you're gonna get an impression that you know, or get an idea, or you're gonna get something to that nature that's going to that, or, or like say you feel like you're called to do something, you might want to make sure that that's what you're supposed to do. And you're not gonna you're not gonna know that 100 percent unless you're speaking to God. And if you're talking to God, you should be talking to Him through Jesus, and you should be listening to the Holy Spirit. So because if you if you look at the way things actually function, the way the Bible says it functions, it says Jesus says I cannot say anything that my Father does not say. Yeah. And then Holy Spirit cannot say anything that Jesus does not say, which means that you have a, a threefold connection 
of the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because if you're listening to the Holy Spirit, that means that you're getting a nudge. You're getting something from Holy Spirit that can only come from Jesus. And if that can only come from Jesus, guess what? That can only come from God himself. That's right. Which means that you, you have these connections to the throne room, literally, you know, yeah. which which is is shown in the Bible as the the um, yeah, you got to go read a bunch of stuff to understand what the veil is, but to, to know that the veil is torn from top to bottom so that we have Indeed. access, so, <laughs> so that you have you literally have access to the throne room of God through Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. You yeah, know, totally. and yeah. so, so why wouldn't that be something that I want in my life? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and, and you know, is that if you look, if you look at scripture again, obviously, um, um, Jesus wasn't born without the Holy Spirit. Right. Right. It was a, it was a miracle. The spirit of God came in and impregnated this. Yeah. That, that's it. You know, that's I'm not going to go that far, but, but if you look at it, this, this, this is what scripture says. You know, he's hovering over Mary. He's right? hovered over Mary. Right? Now, so Jesus was born from a miracle. Right. Right? So why would we leave out the, the one being that actually made Jesus come? Right. Made him here. Made, brought him to life. Brought him to life. Yeah. Right? And, and 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 when you so let's do this. We took Holy Spirit out of the equation. We took God out of the equation. What happens when you take Jesus out of the equation? What happens? What happens? So you got God and you got Holy Spirit, right? They were right, there from the beginning. Right. So was God. So was Jesus, right? But let's right. take Jesus out the equation. What's going to happen? What does it look like? You'll have no grace, right? All correction. Uh, so now it's going to feel like condemnation. Yeah. This is where religion comes in. Yeah. Because when you take Jesus out the equation or the love of Christ out of the equation, you take out grace. Because Jesus came, right? And Jesus is our grace. He is our grace. Grace is is what Jesus is. He gives us the opportunity to say yes. Say, I, you are my Messiah. You are my. You are my. You are my Christ. Right. Right. So when you take him out of the equation, what happens to grace? It goes away. It goes away. And now you have God and Holy Spirit, which you see this in the Old Testament. Because there's no grace there. There's only law. Am, we, I, am, we, I, am I hitting the button here, Rich? Yeah, you can't function in the law. The, the 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 reality of the law is you will never meet the expectation. It's been proven. Yeah. That's why we have Old and New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. It's, but that but that's that. It, 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 I've actually never looked at it like that because that, that that's what it boils down to because Jesus, yeah. the acceptance of Jesus overrides the law. Yeah. Because of his grace. Yeah. You know, so that, that that's a, that's a, I really like that. Well, some people are going to say, well, you know, Jesus didn't come to break the law. He can fulfill it. Right. right? So we can go well, deep. We can yeah. go so deep into this. We yeah. can be here for hours and days <laughs> on end. Right. But, but people don't really think about that. You know, they don't think about, um, and I won't say any names. I won't mention any churches or any <laughs> religious organizations, but a lot of churches don't have Jesus in their walk. Right. Right. Because sure. they have no grace on people, they have no grace. They have no uh, a way of of of, uh, of um, how can I put this easily uh, without cursing <laughs> on the radio? Just, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't show the love of Christ. Yeah, they don't show it. No, and it's, it's, and it's, 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 it's sad, and, and, and you wonder, and we wonder why people don't want to come to our church. Yeah, we wonder why people don't want to get to know who our Jesus is. Right. You know? It's because they feel condemned. 
Yeah. You know, and that's with, without Jesus, that's that's what it feels like. It, it feels like there's a condemnation. Well, you, it's it's the the hellfire and Satan uh, gospel that you know yeah. if you if you don't know Jesus, you're going to hell, which is true. Yeah, yeah. But it it, it, it it's put across in a fashion. That oh my god I'm gonna you know <laughs> it, it comes across in, in, in a very negative way you have compared to, understand, to we're we're rebellious by nature right so of course we're gonna push back <laughs> yeah you're gonna go to hell whoa whoa that may be true yeah, but I'm not, not gonna go to your church yeah. you know what I'm gonna prove a point I'm not going to church because you told me that that's right you know so you know at, at, you know we have to you know not watch what we say but we gotta we gotta approach it. In a, in a different way. Well, Paul said, "Be all things, all people." So you you come with them with with understanding and love in comparison to coming to them as in in a negative fashion. You know, you got to think about it when you were in their shoes, right? Yeah, prior yeah. to you receiving Christ, prior to receiving the Holy Spirit, right? You got to look at it in your shoes. If somebody came up to you on the streets and just without even knowing your name. Repent or you're going to hell. I'm like, well, I guess I'm uh, going to hell. Uh, can I have my Slurpee without you yelling at me? You know, it's like, okay. It's like, you don't even know me, dude. Like, I, I don't even know your name. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what? Or, or, or my favorite is, is the, the piece of paper. Yeah. Here, read this. Yeah. Have you ever actually read something? I mean, I've read things that came out really stupid. As a kid, uh, you know, a cereal box. Yeah, you know, I so a box when and, I was a kid. And, or, or they, you know, and, and and I think I I think documentation is great if you're that kind of person, but you don't even know who you're dealing with yet, and all you want to do is tell somebody they're going to they're going to hell in a handbasket, and here's a piece of paper that's going to go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there he goes. This is a good fire starter. Yeah. So why am I in this has handbasket? Yeah, exactly. why, why is it so hot? <laughs> You know, there, there's 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 a ways to approach it, and there's ways to to, to preach the gospel. Yeah. Now, obviously, we don't leave out the truth, but no. at the same time, there's 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 no there's no. Uh... <laughs> Come on. There's nothing that you can say to somebody when you start off with you're going to hell. No. After that, you just lost the entire no, argument. Oh, no, no conversation. Because most people don't believe in the Bible. Right. Most people don't. No. So how do you minister to somebody that doesn't believe in the Bible? Yeah. You don't even give them the Bible at first. Right. So when I minister to somebody, I never give them the Bible. Right at first. I never bring up the Bible. I never bring up scripture because if you think about it, uh, most people don't even know the Bible. Yeah. Today's generation never been to, never been to uh, you know, Sunday school. It's like when I was a kid, we, we got dropped off at Sunday school so mom and dad could go have breakfast. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they were in church or they went and had breakfast, but I remember getting dropped off at Sunday school or you went to the summer program because they had something free to do, you yeah, know? You so go. you, you got, you got, you got put in these, in these situations. So in, in, in my generation, you know, in, in, as you know, and I'll just say I'm above 50, not much, but I'm above. So when I was a kid, that's what, that's what we did. Or you went to Catholic cause I went to Catholic school, you know, which I don't remember ever opening a Bible the whole time I was in Catholic school, oh, wow. you know? So yeah, but but I knew I knew what a I knew what the I, I mean I was even a I was a, an altar boy whatever they're called I was an altar boy I mean, that's did, what the, did the whole thing you know I did the whole thing but then when 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 I was in high school people told me about Jesus all the time and all I ever did was tell them go away I don't want nothing to do with you you're bugging me you know <laughs> leave me alone you know and, and my girlfriend was a believer you know yeah I, I messed that up for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> my wife loves me, just to let you know. <laughs> but, you know, so, but. Now it, I know why. Now I know why. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so. so <laughs> it all oh, makes sense now. Oh, it all come, it'll, it'll come together eventually. <laughs> and so, so, but it, it was that, that, that rebellious nature that said, I don't want anything to do with it because it was always brought across as it's. A negative thing. You can't do anything anymore. Once you become a Christian, you can't you can't do nothing. You can't have fun. You can't have that's how it was always brought across to me. And that's how I was always looked at it until I came to the realization that, you know, I actually have I'm gonna have a better life because of this. That's right. If it was brought across to me in a fashion that was easy to understand and not the Bible says, you know, and, and this is reality, you know, the, the Bible tells us this. The Bible tells, you know, I'm like, that's great that the Bible says that. When people think that you're a Christian or you go to church, that you're just all perfect person and you have no flaws. Well, your skin is perfect. Oh, my skin is perfect. Yeah, you don't have no negative thoughts. You know, and, 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 but the Bible says that we go from glory to glory. glory. Right. Right. If that was the case, it would just say we go to glory. Right. Just take the second glory out because we don't need that second part. Because yeah. we just went to glory. We're done. That's it. We're, we're at glory already. But it says we go from glory to glory to glory. Right. We, we, go, for, we go in it's, stages. It's, it's, it's motion. It's, and that's it's constantly the, moving. And that's the transformation the Holy Spirit gives you. Right. Is that you keep getting better. You keep getting better. And not saying better than somebody else is that you're in a better position. You, you, for lack of better terminology, you're, you're, bettering, you're bettering yourself through the, through the Spirit of God. Spiritually, you're in yeah. a better position. Now, right. now you can push more temptation away. You can not uh, curse as much or not curse at all anymore. You treat your wife better. You treat your kids better. You raise your kids better. And right. guess what happens? You keep going from glory to the glory. glory. Yeah. And you keep going and getting closer to God. And guess what? You be more Christ-like. Right. And right. that's what and that's what it comes down to. And it's, it's a development process. Correct. And, and the more you understand, the more you learn, the more you grab hold of, the more... Uh, what, Second Timothy, uh, I think it's two fifteen off the top of my head. It says to um, to be a workman, show yourself approved, to uh, um, rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, so that is a process, and that, that that's Paul telling Timothy, hey, this is a process that you're yep. going to go through, as as you gain more knowledge, as you learn to pray, as you learn to do, and it's always a learning thing because somebody will tell you new. So, like hanging out with you this past couple years. I have more knowledge in certain areas than I would never have had just because the way you bring things across, the way you talk, the way you do things. It's understanding to me because yeah. we may have been in similar situations in a younger or in our back area, you know, life. And so when you bring things across or the way you speak, the things of that nature, that's why you're going to reach. That's why you reach the people you reach. Because of the, the, the things that you did and, and have knowledge of that you can bring forward the way that God designed you to bring it forward. Yeah. And that's the, the, the empowerment or the growth that comes with Holy Spirit saying, hey, I'm going to utilize because that's what God does. He utilizes what he has. He utilizes what he has to work with. Yeah. And when 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 you read, when, when you know, the, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go this for just a second. Apologize. I'm not going to apologize. Do it. But but it said that the, the Bible tells us not to conform to this world, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's the renewing of your mind. Correct. That that's the changing. That's the shift. That's the adjustment that Holy Spirit is continuously making 
when you follow him and when you're and not just following him but you're under God's grace because Jesus's grace because he he allows you to make those mistakes along the way so that you could learn and adjust from them yeah. and like like I mentioned earlier is that he will he will transform you like you mentioned earlier he will transform you from that old way of living into that new way of living where that's the new creation he doesn't change who we are as individuals the new creation is going back to the way we were designed to be originally without yeah. the world involved. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. And, and and if you look at that, you know, it, it talks about did not be conformed to this world. You know, what is it really talking about? Is it talking about the way you, the way you, you dress, you know, cause I mean, does it talk about what type of shoes you wear or, or, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's the way you think. Yeah, because what does that end of that scripture says? You just said it right now. Did that be conformed to this world? And be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. Yeah, of your mind. Yeah, it's it's, it's an internal transformation. It's the way you think. It's yeah. the way your heart set on. Yeah, was your heart set on the world prior to God? Yes. Okay. So now it needs to transform, and now my heart, my desires are focused on God now. Right. Right now, obviously, there's a, a certain of a conservative. You need to not dress provocatively. That's when you're female, or or certain things that you don't listen to now. And I, I get that but, part. But but, but 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 even that's in the in the in the invol- in the evolution of the transformation is. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna still I I still listen to ACDC to this day. I I you know hey what oh yeah it, it's a beard thing. <laughs> it used to be a long hair thing, but now I can't do that anymore. No <laughs> but I you know. That doesn't change who God made me. Yeah. You know, that doesn't. So if I'm going to, you know, sit in my car in traffic and be like, hell's bells, you yeah. know, who, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, is that, is that change who God made me? No. No. But that's part of the transformation. Is that my, my straight now form of music? If, if I'm in a, in a depressed state or I'm, or I'm having an issue, do I go to that? No, I, now I go to the worship music. Now I go to the word. Now I go to this. But can I still have that in my background? Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know? I, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. And that's for all the listeners out there and everybody, you know what? The soft worship music puts me to sleep. <laughs> It really does. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love it. And corporate worship. I love the soft music. I love it. It's awesome. It's a place to connect corporately with the Holy Spirit yeah, in heaven. Yeah. But you know what? When it's seven o'clock in the morning or eight or you know what? I get up at four. Okay. So when it's five o'clock in the morning, I'm on my way to work or on my way somewhere else. I'm driving. I got to turn it up a notch. Yeah. So I don't know to. if you heard about this artist. They're called the Gospel Gangsters. Uh-uh. That's They're nice. back in the early mid nineties. They're a Christian group, and their lyrics were not very Christiany. <laughs> is that a word? Yeah, I think it is. But the, the the message that they had was was gospel, right? It was really controversial lyrics for those times, right? But you know what? They talk about Holy Spirit. They talk about um, they talk about certain things that happened early nineties that they didn't approve of. Um, and you know what? I, I love the music. Yeah. I love it. I love it. They talk about, uh, you know, they don't run with guns anymore, that their Bible is their weapon. You know, talk about nice, certain things nice. like that. And yeah. so I just I just love how they approached it. And, and that's what I listen to in the morning. 
I love elevation worship. I love I love the soft stuff. I love rattle. I love oh, you yeah, know yeah. graves to gardens. But you know what? I gotta get it pumped up in the morning. <laughs> and that just that's just me. That's yeah. just me. There's certain times I like to listen to that. You know, maybe on my way back from work when I'm mellowing when out. You're mellowing out time but to you go. know what? I, I just my spirit doesn't allow me to. I just start falling asleep. Yeah. I, I gotta wake. I gotta wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. I get know? up at five in the morning to go to the gym, and and no, I have to have something that's keeping me motivated and keeping me moving and and there is music out there quote unquote christian music out there that will do that you know but you know sometimes you just gotta yeah you you gotta listen to something that you that you know and i'm a bizzle fan too god over money you know shout out to them god over money uh as a a brian trejo i think it is he's a christian rapper as well he's really good z's another christian rapper but you know i gotta listen these guys just pump me up yeah. They're, they're just they're just spirit led. They're spirit filled. So I, I'm just they pump me up in the morning. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and, and I just you know I love uh, the the soft stuff, but there's a time and place for that. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah, and at yeah. five o'clock in the morning, that's not a time <laughs> and place for that. Time. No, not for me at least. <laughs> I don't even know where we are. Are we are we actually on any notes? Yeah, we're not. <laughs> but we're freestyling right now. I love it. You know, because it's all Holy Spirit. It's all Holy Spirit, Rich. It's, it's, it's all Holy it's Spirit. The way, it's the way you know what? Because you said it was all Holy Spirit. So some people don't really or have a hard time understanding that. Hey, you know, Holy Spirit will speak to you in the moment. Mm-hmm. He will speak to you while you're conversating. Yeah. And how we react to that, and how we move forward with what He has to say. So, like a, a lot of the stuff that that we just had communicated about was is nowhere near what we have in our notes or even actually sat down to talk about but it's out there because god puts it in there holy spirit says hey mention this and do you have to stop and go the god (laughs) the holy spirit just gave me a just give me a word. You know Or do you just flow with how he functions? I love the Holy Spirit, but he drives me crazy sometimes. And, and, and uh, Holy Spirit talks me like, really, Nico? Come on, big dog. Let's go, big dog. Come on. And so, you know, he does that even when you're when you're preaching. Yeah. And when you're preaching, you can have all the notes you want. And, and, and I'll tell you what, you know, even if you have something prepared on a Sunday morning, this is why I love Holy Spirit. He's 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 got to be a funny guy because you know he's got to be. Gotta be a funny you know because when I hear him in my head, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know you get you get pressed, you know, and you get this unction. You start feeling a certain way, and you're like, well, typically I wouldn't do that. Holy Spirit's like, yeah, I know you would, but I would. Yeah. So I'm like, should I do it? But you already know the answer, Nico. All right, we're going to roll this way. Yeah. And, and so you got to kind of switch it up during a, a message or during an altar call. Yeah. Or even when you're preparing notes for a Sunday. Right. Or even when you're conversating with your friend. And that's it. You know, you know, I was so. like, should I talk about that? <laughs> yeah, because he just mentioned it. Okay. And like you said, we don't have to get spiritual about it. We don't have to right, get religious right. about it. Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> I can feel it. No. Just Holy Spirit's going to speak. If you are spirit-led. He's going to speak through you. Yeah. He will speak through you. And, and you just, yeah, over time, I'm going to say it for real, over time you learn to just go, okay, I'm just going to say that, you know, <laughs> and I'm just going to, you know, and and that and that's and that's part of when you go, hey, you know, it, it, you mentioned that if Jesus is removed or if God's removed or if the Holy Spirit's removed from the actual Trinity, that you will find a replacement, you know, 
So you start to make stuff up to sound good. That's right. You know, and you know, and yeah. that's that's real. And that's why I'm not I'm not a big fan on punchlines or or uh, those one those one liners. Uh-huh. I'm not a big fan of that because I and 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 not say that that anybody's wrong for doing it, but I try to stay away from those because I start digging into my own perspective. Right. And so if I could just give it to you how Holy Spirit gave it to me, and just you know jot down some notes. Notes are good. That's because you came prepared. Right. You know, but, you know, typically, you know, when I hear like, like Pastor Troy does a great job at it and he, he has this way of preaching and getting to the people where he can, you can tell that he just freestyled that. Yeah. And not in a sense where it's on his own understanding, but Holy Spirit gave him something good. I'm like, man, that guy's spirit. He just like drops crazy. a truth bomb. He just dropped yeah. the truth. I'm like, <laughs> come up with this, man. I'm like, I love this just, guy. It just came out of my mouth. That's what just comes up with that stuff. And it's like, and, and you know, it's not, he just came up with it. You know that Holy Spirit just dropped it on his heart to say it yeah, that way. Yeah. Cause somebody needs to hear it. Right. And he's not going out of context or out of the truth, out, out of scripture. It just, he just dropped it on somebody from the Holy Spirit. Like, Hey, somebody needs to hear this. this yeah. Way. And Holy Spirit won't, won't do that. He's a gentleman. He's not. He's not going to take your message to a, a totally different thing over here. He's not going to take your conversation with with Bob at the gas pump to some crazy thing. He's going to give you the information that you need to have and to drop at that moment. Does that make sense? Makes it relevant. Yeah, it makes it relevant to the to the time frame and the place that you're in, because that's one of the ways that he functions. That's right. That's right. And 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 that's this is awesome thing about it uh, about how Holy Spirit works that way because I. Cause I know sometimes I got nothing. <laughs> Can I be real? I got oh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I just lost my notes. It's like, I got nothing. Like right, like right now, you know, it's like, I got a message that's prepared for, for Sunday and I don't have anything typed up. Oh, well, that makes my job hard. That makes your job a little harder. <laughs> but, but I just don't feel like, I, not that I feel like doing it, just that I know it's not the right time to put it down yet. Yeah. And sometimes I'm prepared like a week or two weeks in advance. Yeah. But sometimes it's like I got writer's block or I don't know what it is, but it's like I can't jot it down yet. No. You know, I have that same problem with the show because I set up a block of time because me and my wife share an office, you know, so I have to set up a block of time when she's not in here so that I can sit down in here. Either that or I got to run to Starbucks and get jacked up on coffee or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll sit there and stare off into space, you know, <laughs> I'll have, I'll, I'll have the good worship music playing. I'll sit here, pray, do all the stuff that gets myself, gets my, my heart prepared to, to, to put something out there that I know, I, cause I don't want it to be something that I don't, you know, just some BS, you know, yeah, yeah. throwing, just throwing just junk out there, just to throw junk out there. I want it to be, I want it to be something that God, I believe God wants to put out there. So I also, and, and I'll, I'll, Thursday night at nine o'clock at night, you know, I'll finally record and upload because I usually upload on Friday because that's when it hits me. And yeah. I'll just sit there and suddenly just start your, typing your notes. Just go you know? crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just go, go crazy. And I, I'll have it all typed up within two hours. Yeah. And I'm ready to go. And it's like, I don't remember any of this yeah. stuff. I didn't, this wasn't even in my brain. I'm <laughs> like, what are you, I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. And, and it's what's funny. And, like, is, and then they go, man, Pastor Eagle, that was a good message. I'm like, Okay. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> you know, and it's just a holy spirit that's, and, and, that's just going at it with it's you. Just, you know? It's just, just the way he functions, yeah. and, and that's and that's one of the things that I think you know, that that because it's weird. It's weird to me because I I, I, I was taught you, you sit down, you 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 have your five points. You have this. You have to do this. You have to do this. You want to you want to 
have your opening, you want to have your middle, and you want to have your close, you want to recap in the process, you know, all the stuff that yeah, yeah. that we're taught to do for public speaking, yeah. you know, if, if, if you've ever been oh, yeah. listening to that kind of stuff. And that is not how I function at all. So I will sit there. I literally type the thoughts. So as they come in, they come out, you yeah. know, and then I'll, I'll go off of them, you know, depending on what, what I'm talking about when I do the show normally, you know, yeah. but I, I sit there and just kind of, so I don't really have points until I go back and reread it. And then I have learned because my wife is very administrative. She, she's a list person. She knows how to do all kinds of cool stuff. So I send her my notes now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, so she goes and goes, oh, this is great. This is good. You should do this, this, this. And then with the combination of all of us, we end up with a decent thing to happen. There you go. <laughs> Utilizing all your resources. Right. Huh? I'm start doing that with my wife and see if she likes that. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt that. But you know what? The point is that, you know, you cannot start anything with the Holy Spirit. Right. You can't start anything without him. Because, you know, Jesus couldn't even start his ministry without the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, it's not until he got baptized by John the Baptist. Yeah, you know, and and after that, it was game on. He couldn't perform his first miracle without the Holy Spirit. And so, at the same time, you know, we have to look at it in our, our lives, our perspective. You know, make it relevant to today. Um, right. Me and my wife started our own business, and I don't think it would be able to happen without the Holy Spirit um, guiding us and and on certain things on finances and and having a game plan going. You know, so he he allowed us to venture into that area. He allowed us to uh, give us uh, uh, the the just uh, the ambition, you know, the motivation to go make it happen. And so, I don't think we would be where we're at without the Holy Spirit today. Huh. And it was funny because, you know, people think that you have to have. You know, I was watching this movie yesterday, and he's um, I forgot the name of the movie, but it was. Um, he says, "Man, he was about to get in a fight with somebody, and it was a, it was a comedy scene." He goes, "Man, you you're lucky." I'm. I'm only two classes away from being baptized, you know? And so, and so I started thinking about that and I started thinking about when I got spirit. I'm two classes away. Yeah. 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 So, so I, was, I was laughing, but it reminded me of when I, 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 I got a uh, spirit empowered, you know, when, when they lay hands on me, you get received the gift of the Holy spirit. And I didn't have any courses. Right. Right. Nobody taught me anything on, on this guy, yeah. Holy spirit. So I walked in and it was, it was four, four phases, right? You got, like the introduction and they talk about the gifts it talks about uh utterance and tongues and then go okay now, now the last one was lay hands on you and this game on right and so i didn't do any of that and i, I walked into the room in the back uh, um at the church when they're having the course and it was the fourth week and, and i didn't even have the uh the other three court the other three sessions right so I didn't know that. So I walked in because it was a part of ministry school, a, uh, a requirement to do that. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, where's the instruction? And I'm watching these people go up. I'm like, oh, it's game time. <laughs> but hold up. I haven't had any class. I don't know anything about this. How am I supposed to know? But see, I didn't know as a young Christian. I didn't right, know this. Right. So as I'm walking up and I'm sitting there shaking my legs, they're just kind of twitching and moving. And one of the pastors go, oh, oh, yeah, you're next. Get up here. You're next. Come here. <laughs> Call one of the gentlemen up and, and, and say, hey, you're going to lay hands on him. He's going to be spirit empowered, spirit filled. And, 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 I was, and, I was, and I was standing there. All this stuff started happening. It's a long story short. But as um, soon as I let the wall down, I started just pop locking like I was back in the 80s, <laughs> like turbo. Like turbo. And I had this snot and, 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 and just tears just coming down yeah. my face and i have never spoken in tongues ever in my life 
I tried to on my own, because but I didn't I, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't right, know what right. I was. But, so I did that, and I'm walking around this room, this building, and I just started speaking in tongues. I've never done it before, and it felt like I was doing it for like eternity, like like over an like hours. Right. But it was more like 15 minutes. And what they were telling me is that my whole body was shivering, was was shaking. But I didn't have any classes or courses on Holy Spirit. And, and, and it's crazy because, because I didn't know anything about him at that time. Right, right. Like nothing. But this is how I know that he's authentic, he's real. Yeah. Because it happened, and, and, it happened just like and that. that. And that's that experience, yeah. you know, that, that helps push that because I, I think God wants you to experience things in in a fashion that you see something new you see a change you see a and, and it creates a desire to move forward yeah with with the things that he has for you to do because you mentioned that that Jesus couldn't even start his ministry without Holy Spirit right so what J- John the Baptist is over there Jesus comes and says hey baptize me right yeah, yeah. and John the Baptist says he's like, no he's like challenge <laughs> like challenge I can't do that <laughs> I can't do that he's like no you're you're, you're great I, I'm, I'm the one that's proceeding you know I'm not even going to tie your Nikes there <laughs> JC that's right yeah. you know and 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 then. So he, when he does baptize him, what happens? The Holy Spirit falls. God says something, which yeah. means you, you have the Trinity in that picture. God says, hey, this is my son, yeah. and and so on and so forth. And, and then the Holy Spirit comes down like a dove. Now, the comparison to that picture, which is, at, without getting all weird, is actually an Old Testament picture yeah. because Jesus didn't die on the cross yet. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit was functioning on one person at a time. Where now, thanks to Jesus and His grace, the Holy Spirit functions on everybody. Mm. He's released, mm. you know, okay. to to everybody after okay. when He rises again. That's that's where the power lies, you know, is yeah. when He rises again. The Holy Spirit is now released to everybody. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Because because yeah. th- throughout the Old Testament, you see pictures of when they built the tabernacle. I mentioned the veil earlier when he, when when they built the tabernacle. One guy was in charge of putting everything together, and the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came upon him so that he knew how to do all the stuff. So yep. there was this individual pieces, yeah. you know, and now, so from, from that moment forward, Jesus receives Holy Spirit. Now he can go into the desert. He can be, he can be, uh, you know, empowered to get through the, the stuff that the devil has to say, yeah. you know, all that Absolutely. stuff happens is pretty much immediate, you know, so he goes and fast for 40 days, does all that stuff. And then he makes his way to the cross, dies on the cross. Holy Spirit comes, brings him back. The spirit, same spirit that how we started all this with the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead now lives in us because what that does is it opens the door, the veil's torn from top to bottom. And now he's released to everybody. The glory of God is released to everybody because that's what was actually behind the veil was the, the Shekinah glory of God. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. Did I just go all weird or is no, that, no, 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 okay. no. Well, <laughs> well, we're talking about, you know, not better start something. And, yeah. and for those listening out there, you know, if you're a Christian and you don't know who the Holy Spirit is or never had the chance to uh, accept the gift of the Holy Spirit the way I did or the way Richard did, you know, I, I highly recommend you to go do that tomorrow. Yeah, go, tomorrow, go, yeah. And you don't need a, a, a Sunday service to do that. You don't need um, a, a couple classes on that because it happened to me, and my life was forever changed. Right. To this day, I mean, the things that I can do now with the Holy Spirit, I couldn't do before, and 
this ministry we're doing, Generations Church, right? Him at San Jacinto. You know, I was asked to lead that. I had no desire to be a pastor. <laughs> I didn't know what my calling was. But after I was spirit filled, or excuse me, spirit empowered by the Holy yeah. Spirit, <laughs> oh my goodness. It just exploded. Like, look what I can do. Look what I can do <laughs> to this. To this, I mean, it just it, it'll really change. If you're starting, even think about starting a business and you have no way of knowing how to do it, Holy Spirit can guide you. That's right. If you look into even to be healthier in this season, and you don't know how to do it, Holy Spirit will guide you. If you're looking to grow a family and be a better husband, be a better wife, a better brother or sister. Holy Spirit can guide you. Right. And just, he just makes it that much easier. Yeah. And you can try to do it on your own. You can have a successful business. Yeah. But it's going to be that much harder. And the stress of life trying to start that business is going to overpower you as a Christian without being spirit-led. Spirit-led, excuse me. And, you know, it just it just always brings me, I had this scripture right here. Um where Matthew chapter four, when, when it says that Jesus was led up by the spirit to be tempted. Yeah. And that always trips me out. I, I just, I just, I'm like, hold up. Is that a capital S? Because <laughs> yes. capital S is, is implying to the Holy Spirit. Right. It says Jesus was led up by the spirit to be tempted by the devil. Hold up. So the Holy Spirit, Spirit is taking me into chaos. This is how I <laughs> this is how I read scripture. So the Holy Spirit is guiding me into into the the the, the temptation, but it doesn't say that Holy Spirit is tempting. It says that the, the devil's tempting Jesus. The, the devil tempted Jesus, but he check, was led there. But check this out: Holy Spirit is leading. Remember, I talked about Google Maps earlier. He knows what's about to take place. Yeah. So he's guiding Jesus. He's leading him up to the temptation. He's going to help him through the rough times, through the, through the rough patches in there. So Holy Spirit is going to guide you through every obstacle, every turn and twist in your life. If you have them in your life, I'm telling you, I'm just, I, I can't get any clearer on this. Without Holy Spirit, my life will look way more horrible than it is now. Oh, yeah. I got a good life, <laughs> but it'll be chaotic. Yeah. And Holy Spirit gives me that peace, that comfort. He guides me. I love it. He says he's our counselor. Yeah. I like guidance counselor. Just like in school. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. It doesn't change. It's the same thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> My guidance counselor didn't do nothing for me, yeah. but the Holy Spirit does. <laughs> <laughs> I barely graduated. Uh, you and me both, brother. You and me both. It's uh, actually that, that that's awesome. I'm gonna, I, I, I want to kind of close there with with that because that's that's one of the things that we have to truly understand is that we are not alone in this. When you receive Jesus, you know you, you have you have the, for lack of better terminology, a secondary option, terminalized as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. as the empowerment because the bible says he comes upon you you know so te- so technically um spirit filled is inaccurate <laughs> because that secondary thing he comes upon you that's right you know um as as much as people might get mad at me for that one whatever that's the way it works 
you know, that's right. It's, it's <laughs> um, when when we make that decision to say, I'm going to move forward with this. I want to, I want something different. I want a change. I want a thing. God will actually start putting together a path to put you in that position. Um, I'm going to paraphrase uh, Acts chapter 10, which is the story of Peter and Cornelius. Mm -hmm. So Cornelius is giving alms, right? And because that's just what he does. So he's a Gentile. He's, he's separate over here. He's doing his thing. And he's, so he's, he's not the, of the circumcised, you know, Jewish community, you know, things of that nature. And, and Peter's over here in his own little world doing his thing, actually going backwards. He's going back to the Jewish traditional things. Yeah. You know, so that's actually what's happening because we'll, we'll find that out in a second. I'm not going to read it all because it's a whole lot of scripture. Oh yeah. And, uh, but Acts chapter 10, go read it. Good stuff. So Cornelius is giving alms. God talks to Cornelius. Hey, go seek out Peter. Cornelius is like, oh, Okay. <laughs> so he so he sends a group of people over to Peter, right? Check this out. He sends a group of people over to Peter. Now, in the process of these people going over to, to talk to Peter, Peter's getting a vision. So God says, okay, you're going to get a vision. You know, go eat meat. Go do all the stuff that's no longer of the law. You know, go go do all this stuff. And so he comes to realize that, hey, you know, um, this is for everybody, not just us Jew folks, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and right about, right after he, fit in, and he had to get the vision three times. <laughs> this is, the Peter, Peter's not too bright, I think, sometimes. <laughs> had, no, I think he's just rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to get the vision three times, and then. Are when, you sure, God? Yeah, are you sure? Are you sure that's what you want me to do? And then he gets a knock at the door. Right after that. Yeah. And then, so Peter goes, oh, this is Cornelius' people, you know, so let's go over to Cornelius' house, right? And so they go over to Cornelius' house, and he starts to preach the gospel, basically, you know? And as he's preaching the gospel, people are, he's teaching on the remission of sin, he's teaching about Jesus on the cross, he's teaching all this stuff. I I have verses here, but I'm I'm, I'm actually not going to read them, but because I want to, people to actually go look this up, but read all of Acts chapter 10. And it goes through all this. And then, I think that's a key thing. Then the Holy Spirit falls on them. It's a separate occasion. Mm -hmm. So they talk about the remission of sin. And then the Holy Spirit falls on them. And this is shown by the speaking in other tongues. And I think it's it's an interesting thought that it's it's looked upon as a secondary thing. As, and truly as an empowerment, not... Not as as Pastor Troy puts it, he, you know, you you had the Flintstone car, yeah, and you have a Shelby. That's you know, a good analogy, by the way. You know, which yeah. I think is one of the greatest things that I ever heard in my life yeah. is having that understanding. You can run around in, on your own two feet, mm-hmm. or you can be empowered with a great motor that can take you to the next level and win the race. You know, yeah, yeah, and and, and you've got to understand too that that God gives us those tools, but. If we want to use a hammer as a screwdriver, that's on us. <laughs> yeah. And, and so yeah. if he gives you the tools for the right job, you have them available to you. Right. And But a screwdriver is not meant to be a hammer and vice versa. Right. But you can choose how you're going to use them. Yeah. That's up to you. But this is how it's lined out for you to make it that much easier to get the job done. Right. You know, and yeah. this thing called life. Yeah. That's and, what it comes down and, to. And that's what it comes down to is, is how do I... The name of the, sh- the we I call the show "Living Life Loving Jesus," and if you're out there living life loving Jesus, wouldn't you want that little extra thing mm-hmm. that pushes you forward in life? 
That's right. To grow you, to 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 move you, to to uh, encourage you, to 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 push forward in the things that you get uncomfortable in. Yeah. When we find ourselves in situations, life is not an easy thing. When you look at the whole picture, you know. Um, it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm going to mention this. In, in my case, I got married when I was 19 years old. My wife was 17. Yeah. And, and if you watch the show, you've probably heard this a couple times. And no plan, no nothing. I worked at AMPM of all places. I you love know, AMPM. You know, for minimum wage, which I think was like $5 an hour back then, $4 an hour. You, know? you, just, you, you just said your age right now. <laughs> my first job, minimum wage, was $3.78. So I'll just put it that way. You know, we're making less than six hundred dollars a month trying to raise a, f- and I'll say trying to raise a family. Oh, you know? yeah, that's rough. <laughs> I think I saw with five twenty-five an hour. <laughs> so, so, so you have to, you, you have to, yeah, you, 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 you put yourself in search, and the whole world does this. Yeah, everybody on earth does this. You put yourself in search of something to rise you above. I mean, I mean unless you're one of those people that just doesn't care, but, <laughs> but that, that those people are out there, and, and I understand that, but. If if you really want to move forward in life, you will you will find yourself searching for something that will bring you to the next level, that will raise you up, that will yeah. bring you to a new thing. And if you're smart, if 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 you if you listen to good people, if you if you hear the gospel, that's the thing you're searching for. Yeah. Because you know, I searched for it in everything else. Yeah. You know, and it sounds like you searched for it in everything else. Yeah. You know, in in the way we lived prior. You know, oh, and yeah. then we found I, I found Jesus and then I found Holy Spirit on top of that, that said, you think you live good now? Just wait. Just wait. You know, <laughs> just wait. Just wait. that's good stuff, though. That's good stuff, man. You know, I, you know, I, I just I just my last thought here. And, and I really want to hit this on the youth, the youth with an F, the youth. Um. We need more, and there's this whole thing of called influencers that's going around. Yeah, in case you didn't know, there's this whole wave of influencers. There's influence for everything. My, I, me, and my wife were talking about this the other day. There's an influencer for 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 shoes, influencer for clothes, influencer for party rentals, influencers for just anything you can think of. There's an influencer. So you know, we need more Christian influence. Yeah, and this is specifically for the youth. Um, and, and I may get, I may get told about this, but um, I believe that that knowing Jesus and Scripture and knowing education go hand in hand. Um, and what I mean by that is that I, I believe that the youth are being drawn to either just spiritual and leaving out education okay. or having education and leaving out the spiritual part of things okay. as a Christian. Um, you need both. Yeah, you do. Um, you need both. And I'm going to tell you why, because the level of influence that you'll have in corporate America, the influence that you can have, and we want change to happen in our society, our world, you know what's happening. I'm going to get deep into it, but you know, our youth needs to understand that they have right now, one of the greatest tools that they've ever had right now. They have Holy Spirit for one, but number two is that they have technology. Right, right. And technology is something that we didn't have growing up. Let's be real. If I wanted to learn something, I had to go to what they call a library. Right. With a library card. Remember those cards? Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember those? So I had to actually do go and do the legwork. Now you can just type things in. Yeah, you just Google it. 
and and and, and right now I, I just believe that that we leave out one or the other. We gotta have both. Right. Now being spirit empowered is really important. But I believe the education is just as important. Just as important. Because who's gonna listen to an uneducated Christian? Right. Who's gonna wanna listen to somebody that has no influence on you? Right. The higher you get up in corporate America, the more you can influence corporate America. Right. And we have such a smart generation right now. And people don't give this generation enough credit. Gen Z, you know, right, all these right. millennials, because they don't give them enough credit. These these kids are so smart. I'm listening to them. I hear them. And you know what? We can take what we have through Holy Spirit and take that to that next level and impact corporate America. This is what we oh, really yeah, need. Absolutely. We need that right now. We need that right now in our government system. We need that right now in our churches. We need more influencers to be influencing nice, corporate nice. America, honestly. And, well, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit enhances the education. Yeah. So the more you learn, yeah. the more you have in you. The more you communicate with Holy Spirit, the more. It, and and even if it's worldly education, you know, Encyclopedia Britannica, history, things of that nature, your trade job, the way you do work, the Holy Spirit can function in all of that stuff as a doctor, as a, as an influencer, as a whatever, because He'll enhance the education that you give Him to work with. Yeah. Well, it's not really world ed- education as I see it, because everything's created by God. Right. For us. So medicine, you yeah. know, you know how to do uh, operating surgeons, right. um, um, math obviously is from God. Um, just anything that we do, we build. It's something that was given from God to yeah, us. Correct. So everything that we learn is is actually the, to to us for the prosper. Right. For us, I'm not talking about the prosperity gospel. I'm talking about us living like we should live. Right. And have having so much influence in society that. To live outside of Holy Spirit or outside of Jesus is is just looks so weird. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right, right. You're not Christian, you're weird. <laughs> like, you don't believe in Jesus, that's just weird. That's just weird. But right Why now not? it's the opposite. Yeah. Oh, exactly you're a Bible opposite. pun? Are you a, you're a Jesus freak? Yeah, yeah. That's weird. That's weird. But we can reverse it. Yeah. We can reverse that. And that's that, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Because that, that was the intention of Jesus to begin with. Spread the gospel yeah. to all the nations, you know. And in my name, they will cast out demons. They yeah. will, th- th- that stuff should not be weird. No, it should, you know, it should not be weird. And I think we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to close with this little statement here. One, if, if you're unfamiliar with the Holy Spirit, read your Bible. Um, look at Acts chapter one, Acts chapter two, Acts chapter 10. There's all kinds of stuff. The stuff that happened to Paul in Acts chapter 19. These are all things that. Um, show the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Um, look at Paul's life in general, you know, read Paul's gospels um, it, it, to, to understand or to look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Look at, uh, I believe it's off the top of my head, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Oh, my, my screen went down. Must be time to end. <laughs> uh, 1 Corinthians chapter um 2 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 talks about the, the gift of tongues and things of that in that nature and, and it what it does. So that there's a lot of places that you could look. Go look. Go find out. Um, if, if that's something that you want to do in the long run, um, communicate. 
put something in the comments, do all that kind of stuff. If you have questions, um, I, I don't get a lot of, uh, honestly, I don't get a lot of comments on, on my, on my show, but maybe this may intrigue somebody to ask. Uh, I will answer, you know, and if I don't know the answer, I will hunt down the answer and get it for you. And we'll do the best I can to communicate everything that we talked about today. And I'll tell you, do this is you can't function in life fully and wholly without God. Yeah. Without Jesus and without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Right on.